2: And you do whatever I do, but it's something deep inside you. That tell you it's gotta be more than doing what yeah. other guys do. They had nobody there to guide you. But I followed your footsteps and this shouldn't surprise you. You realize you, you realize you, you. Yeah, I just wanna be like you. <laughs>
3: Now all I'm see
2: money, cars, jewel, star, woman, I just got guns now, the song, drugs, push, and such, fast, build, fast like everything I wanted, and everything I could ask like, if this ain't living then they lot, well, get I'm married and all the wives tell, who fail, I don't know another way to go, this is the only way they are got this 15 inch inside, of got me fighting for approval, cause I miss that all my daddy saying, way to go, they get that verbal affirmation, I know how to treat a woman, know how to fix an engine, to keep the car running, so now I'm looking at the media, and I'm following what they feed me, rap stars, trash cars, whoever wants to lead me, even though they lie, they still tell me that they love me, they say I'm good at bad things, at least they're proud of me. I'm cool. Like come like even the and I the only one I could look at. It's to me to be just like you. Well, I what like. Be like I was created by God, but I ain't wanna be like him. I wanna see him. The Jack of Terror on my Caribbean. I remember the first created being. And how we shifted the blame on the name. for who he shouldn't have eaten. And now look at us all out of Eden. Wearing a of big leaves. By Louis Vuitton, they believe it. But God sees through my foolish side. And how like that. I'm another victim of Lucifer's lies. Within Jesus. All men were created to lead, but we needed somebody to lead us. More than a teacher, but somebody to buy us back from the darkness. You can say he redeemed us. Taught us that's really to follow God. Finish the work cause we on our job. Taught it was not the problem. But give Forgive life, love a wife like you love the church. Without thinking how many hearts we can break. Money. I want to be like you in every way. So if I gotta die every day, unworthy sacrifice. But the least I can do is give the most of me. To being just like you is what I'm supposed to be. They say you came for the lame, I'm the lamest. I made a mess with you, say you're the racist. I'll take it you came for the lame, from the lamest. I broke my life, but you said you'll replace
3: Praise the Lord, and welcome once again to Facebook Live. And my name is Apostle Orlena McQueen. I'm um, of in the Ministries, glory be to God. I want to thank everyone who's going to be joining us tonight. <laughs> Amen, glory be to God. And uh, I'm thanking you because uh, you have been making this possible. We're in our last seven days of Shushuva. The last seven days of our high holy days. Amen. These are our days of awe. Amen. Glory be to God. And God just keeps blessing. I went out to a breakfast this morning and God blessed me even more at the breakfast. I'm telling you, when you are on the Lord's side, everything works right for Him. Everything works right for Him. Glory be to God.
0: For um, tonight's lesson, We're talking about genuine
3: repentance, amen, glory be to God, that invokes divine forgiveness. I have been talking about this constantly, amen, glory be to God, because too many times, if we say we're repentant, amen, glory be to God, we don't truly repent. We're not really sincere in our heart. Hence, I I need to go back to The young man, glory be to God, who was on the cross next to Jesus, glory be to God. Now, there were two men on that cross. There was one on the left and one on the right. And the one man that was on one side of Jesus was saying, well, if you are uh, the son of God, why don't you go ahead on and save yourself? You can save yourself. You can call the angels and take charge to come here and get you from this circumstance and situation. And yet the other men on the other side were so humble. He said, why are you persecuting this man? He's done no wrong. He's not like us. We deserve to be here. And then he proceeded to speak to Jesus. And he said to him, he said, look, when you get back into the kingdom, remember me. He had a repentant heart. It was sincere. Man judges the outwitted parents, but Yeshua was able to judge his heart. He knew that he was sincere. He knew that he was right. In his heart, he repented out loud. And as he continued that, Yeshua spoke to him and said, You shall rejoin me. Be with me when I go back. So he already had gained his place with Yeshua. We need to do that when we talk about uh, repenting sincerely to Yeshua Jesus. We have to repent. We have to be sincere in our repentance because if we're not sincere, what happens is, is that he, he doesn't think you're too ready. You're not ready to rejoin him if you can't be serious. If you can't get down on your knees or prostrate yourself to a place of humbleness and really bury yourself in the Lord and ask for forgiveness, There is just some things that you just got to dig deep in and figure out, I do need forgiveness. Why? Maybe there's some reason that we have to forgive. Maybe we have to forgive the person. Maybe we have to forgive ourselves. Maybe we have to forgive the action or the deed. Maybe we have to forgive the fact that we made that mistake, and you made it. Glory be to God. But now I need to get past this mistake because how am I going to gain anything in this lifetime if I can't get past what I've done to myself or to others. Amen. So glory be to God. So we're going to start with genuine repentance evokes divine forgiveness. Glory be to God. It is said that all the treasures entrusted to you by your creator, the one who is most worthy in honor, is your own soul. Duties of the heart, gate of trust in God. That's chapter 3. Praise the Lord. Laverne Williams is in the house. Thank you for being here. Amen. Glory be to God. Judaism teaches that the person must grasp the eternal one by his divine nature. is more merciful than a man than anyone else can be. From the beginning of human existence, our creator lavished great and abundant kindness on mankind. Now, that's from the beginning. Now, listen. From the beginning, he created uh, uh, Eden for Adam and Eve. To dwell in, Amen. He could read in a place where it was full of fruit, milk, and honey, Amen. Glory be to God where the animals did not harm the humans, Amen. They was able to fellowship with them. Glory be to God. There was no flies, fleas, or bugs or ticks, Amen. Glory be to God because it was paradise, Amen. Jewish sages teach that the earth,
0: earth
3: Eternal one created repentance before he created the physical universe. Hence, from the beginning, our creator had made provision for those who desired his fellowship and approval. He knew that Satan was raising up against them. And he knew, amen, that a savior had to come to deliver the world. Amen? Ain't that something? When you already know, you can look at your three children and know which one's going to stay in the most trouble the ones you have to pray for the most, amen, whether they're spiritual or whether they're physical, natural, amen, glory be to God, these children, you look at them and know well that this child is going to need help, this child is going to need the most prayer, this one is going to need the most grace and the most mercy because this is a child that's going to test all limits, amen, glory be to God, and maybe you were that child, maybe you're the one who tested all the limits, Mothers and fathers didn't have no problem with nobody else, but it seemed like you were the one that was always in trouble because you was always testing them and trying them. You test your friends now. Amen. Glory be to God. I don't understand why people test people. It's like they don't want nobody to be around them, and the minute they begin to test them, that's when everything falls apart. It's not good to test your friends. It's not good. You don't like people to test you, so don't test them. Amen. Repentance is a prerequisite for divine forgiveness. God will not pardon man unconditionally, but wait for him to repent. In, in repentance, one must experience genuine remorse for the wrong committed and then turn his potential energy into concrete acts of righteous choices. Amen. Glory be to God. So here we are. When we genuinely repent, what we do we find ways of making sure that we get involved somewhere where our actions and our deeds show that we are repentant that we desire and, and deserve forgiveness because we have changed our ways we're no longer the person that we used to be we're not that cranky cantankerous mean evil cussing person that we used to be praise the lord Goth williams is in the house praise the lord thank you and god bless you too And I see Superintendent Green is in the house. We want to bless you as well, Superintendent Green. Glory be to God. Amen. So as we talk about uh, being sincere in our heart about repenting, we don't want to take this for a joke. Amen. Maybe there's some things it might take you a little longer to ask forgiveness for. Amen. Glory be to God. Maybe a relationship fell apart. Amen. I know mine did. I got quite a few that fell apart, and somewhere along the line, I had to find some type of forgiveness in my heart for them. Even the relationship I had with my mom—it was really pretty bad. And right before she died, we was able to resolve some of our issues, and I was able to forgive her. Amen. I thought I, I didn't understand why I could forgive everybody else, but my mom. But your mother is your is supposed to be a protector to you. Your mother, your father. Amen. And if they didn't protect you in the right manner, or if they're the ones who caused you harm, it, it's a little bit harder for you to forgive them. Amen. So we got to find it somewhere in our hearts when our parents, have, or, our, or our siblings, our family, our cousins, aunts, uncles, whoever, in in that closest to us, husbands, wives, glory be to God, whoever they be, when they're the closest ones to us, they're the ones who do the most damage. And those are the ones who need the most forgiveness and grace. Amen. Glory be to God.
0: In repentance,
3: God, one must experience genuine remorse for the wrong committed and then turn his potential energy into concrete acts of righteousness choice. Such activities are summarized by the Hebrew verb to return, which develops ultimately into the Mavinic concept of Teshuvah, repentance. Amen. There is no miracle in creation as great as returning to God through repentance. Repentance is greater than wisdom. By means of wisdom, man can discriminate between good and evil. Amen. But through repentance, man has the power to transform evil miraculously into good. For the sins themselves and remorse over having committed them are the very actions to draw a person to God with impression, longing, and great love. And that's the Tales of Chazism and seven Stories of Jewish Holidays. Amen. When should one repent? Now, isn't that a good question? When should I repent, Apostle? Here it is. If we live sensitive to the spirit of truth, amen, he will lead us to repent immediately Upon being made aware of having sinned, Amen. When you are aware that you have sinned, stop. Take a breath. Think about it. Reflect upon it. And then repent. God has made you aware that you have sinned. Amen. Glory be to God. The rabbis also teach that there is an annual process of divine judgment. The eternal one is particularly open to repentance during the period from the beginning of the month of Elul through, through the ten high holy days. Rosh Hashanah, the day of judgment, to Yom Kippur, the day of judgment, which is Tishri 10. Amen. Glory be to God. I, I, I have to re, um, repent myself right now because I said it was seven high holy days and it's actually ten. So I need to correct that. It's 10 high holy days, from Tishri 1 to Tishri 10. So it's 10 holy days. Amen. Glory be to God. So we're on the third one right now. How to repent. Numerous guidelines are available concerning repentance. Rabbani Unok book Gates of Repentance is one of the most comprehensive and he sets forth the duality which presents in the teshuva. On one hand, we may have strayed from the path of righteousness. He waits for us to return. Not only does he offer us a chance to return, but he helps us to complete the process. He wishes for us to return to him so that he may forgive us. The gift of Teshuvah is truly remarkable and totally unmatched by any other religion. Amen. Hey, Susan Sheffield is in the house. God bless you, Susan Sheffield. So here we are. We're talking about Teshuva, which means to turn back to God. Amen. For those of us who strayed, that have walked away, that decide to start doing other things, because we believe that that is what we should have done, and now we're finding out it was not the right action after all. After all we failed to listen to the voice of God and his concerns. Amen. Glory be to God. Yes, we do. We have to ask God to forgive us, God. Amen. We have to ask God God. We have we should repent and ask God for forgiveness. It is his forgiveness that is going to help us when that comes when that trumpet mm. sound blows. Amen. Glory be to God. It is going to bring us back to him.
0: Amen. Hallelujah.
3: If a person does not take advantage of the opportunity to return to the eternal one, he is guilty of the greatest disrespect. Can I say it again? He is guilty of the greatest disrespect. Refusal to do teshuva is the rejection of Elohim's gift. It shows that the person understands neither the seriousness of sin. Or know the seriousness of his judgment. when you decide to walk away from teshuva, this, this process of repenting and repentance, what happens is, is that you, you decided to walk away from God. You decided that you, you just don't have, uh, you just don't have it in you to want to repent. You are not sorry for anything you feel you have nothing to be sorry for, amen? And that's a shame because we need to get to a point where we need to become apologetic for some of our deeds and actions. And yet, even though I, I hate to say it, a lot of times we feel like we're not wrong, but there may be times we are, amen? Everybody sees things in a different perspective. We may not think we have offended, but maybe somebody else thinks we have. And that's where we have to understand where repentance come in at. We may have offended God. You may not think you have offended God, but maybe you have refused to obey his voice. Maybe you have refused to do something for a person that really needed your help. But once again, as God is instructed, we do these things not for we ourselves, but we Mm -hmm. do it because this is his love and kindness is pouring through you. Amen.
0: Failure to repent is due
3: to the spiritual indifference and a, a spiritual slumber. So somebody is sound asleep. They don't even realize. it. They think because they go to church that they got it all, and it's not true. Both Rabbinu Yahoo and and Raven refer to the image of sleeping through one's life, likened to likened to the shofar on Rosh Hashanah being an alarm to wake us out of the, our slumber. State to do Teshuvah, and that's Ephesians 5 and 14. Amen. Glory be to God. And it says, if he, I'm reading King James version. Wherefore he saith, Awake thou that sleepest, and arise from the dead, and the Christ shall give thee life. Amen. Too many of us are still sound asleep. We don't we don't take God's word seriously. We're still doing what we want to do, we're still partying, drinking. We're still shacking up. We're still not approaching people and, and being totally honest about what our feelings are. I mean, I mean there are just some things that are just really um, very much damaging to us. And we, we do so much destruction to ourselves because we don't see where we went wrong at. And here is, I don't know, giving us the opportunity to repent, to um, restore. And to renew our covenants with Him, Amen. Yes, we do have covenants with God. These same covenants that fell for Abraham, Moses, glory be to God for the more. Amen. All of these people, Adam, we have a covenant as well with God, Amen. And with that covenant, we have to be able to keep that covenant, Amen. Glory be to God. You heard me the other night say, um, my covenant with Him is. That I will make sure I do teshuva every single year, it's available, amen. Glory be to God, and if it's not become available, I'm holding on to these books, so I can go back to them and use them if I have to. Amen, glory be to God. Yes, and even our body language, uh, Garth, you're right, amen. Sometimes our body language does a lot of damage as well too. We have to understand that our body language holds an action. Uh, if if we go and somebody gives us something, if we snatch it from them or we kind of like we give them a huff, gruff, or even if we don't respond at all, sometimes that could be glory uh, to God as shown as a uh, bad body language. We have to really learn that when we when – we, uh, get involved with people, that we have to be aware of where we're at. What is our attitude? What is our judgment? I thank the Lord for the young lady who came in here last night, and she said, please, I need help with my attitude. I know i got a bad attitude. I don't have to lie about it. You know, and it's a good thing because when you know where you need help at, that's where where God will help you the most. Once you confess it out of your mouth, First John 1 and 9 says, if you confess your fault, I am surely and just to cleanse you from all unrighteousness. You want the Lord to cleanse you. This season of repentance and your, these 10 days of awe, because we're in our high holy days, we're doing our uh, community works and actions. Amen, because we want these sins wiped out from us. We want to make sure that next year's judgment, amen, is is not going to be damaging to us. We want to make sure that God is blessing us for the next year and not uh, preparing to destroy us because we still haven't received what he was trying to tell us, especially in these ten high holy days. Amen. I'm really glad that Marilyn Griffin, Amen, who who put this book together, her and a couple other people, when they put together Teshuvah, that they really went into details. I think this year we got more details about Teshuvah, about the Shofar Blast, about uh, the pagan of the holidays and the paganism of the, of the days of the week, from learning about the Roman calendar to Amen, Glory Be to God, to the civil calendar and the sacred calendar. It was a lot to learn. But yet and still, it was a it was an eye opener. It was an awakening to our spirit, because we never believed that these things even existed, or even that there, but that we had an opportunity to even indulge ourselves in them. But now we're understanding that since we are grafted in with the Israelites, that these are part of us. That these are the things that we should be doing. We should be celebrating these holidays. We should be following. We should be following the Feast of Unleavened Bread. We should be following the fruit festival. Amen. Glory be to God. We should be fasting. We should be repenting. These are these things that we should know. We should be celebrating Passover. No, it's not Easter. It is Passover. Amen. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. We need to get there. We think we are holy and check ourselves before we pick on somebody else. Come on now. Thank you. Thank you, God. And that's the truth. Sometimes we think we are so holy. We think we're so much holy and better than somebody else. But don't you know that that's a sin in itself as well, too, because we think we're better than the next person. We're not humble enough. Amen. We think we're so good. We're so smart. You know, and, and then, oh, my God, it's, it. I can't stand the fact that you're in the pews. Glory be to God. You, you're with the pastor. And yet you think you're better than your pastor. Amen. You think you're better than your pastor. You think you're better than your leader. You think you're better than your boss. Listen, these people are the ones who have the church. These people are the ones who have the business. If you were better than them, you'd have your own. I'm sorry. That's how I feel. We are not better. They're the ones who's taking the risk they're the ones who take you on as an employee. We need to humble ourselves and shut our mouth and teach those that are talking to close their mouth as well too because if you are better and you can do better, then get out and do your own. That's how I feel. I really feel that way. Too many people are trying to um, put down leaders. And and I'm not saying all leaders are perfect because none of us are. None of us are. And I include myself. None of us are perfect. You are not going to find a perfect leader. The only perfect, the only leader, amen, glory be to God, that was perfect in all of these things, amen, glory be to God, was Yeshua Jesus. He was the perfect being. Can I say that? He was perfect in his flesh. He did no sin. He was totally righteous. Amen. He came into this world, amen, to teach us, to show us the way, to show us that we can live upon this earth, amen, not sin and and not have to do these things, amen, glory be to God that we're doing now, repenting, crying out, asking for grace, asking for mercy, amen, and even in his weakness, And when he said, Father, let this cup pass by me, glory be to God. But he quickly, he didn't even let it even dwell. He didn't let it dwell in his heart. He didn't let it dwell in his mind. He didn't let it dwell in his spirit. Quickly, he said, if it not be not my will, but thy will be done. We need to be doing the will of the Lord and not the will of ourselves. Amen? Glory be to God. Thank you for that. Um uh, Cook teaches repentance is accompanied by two contradictory feelings, pain and joy. Isn't that something? The pain is the product of regret that we succumb to in sinning. If our repentance has no pains of regret, our repentance is superficial. This is what I'm saying. When you get down on your knees, and like I said, as you write everything out, and you write out who you need to apologize to, who you need to, uh, amen, glory be to God, who you need to forgive, whether you need to forgive yourself, maybe you need to forgive some one of the others. Maybe you need to forgive somebody who passed away and they did you wrong. You know they did you wrong, and yet they're gone. There's nothing you can do about it because they're dead in the grave. Amen. But now you can either forgive them, forgive them for what they've done to you, Don't hold that charge to your heart any longer. Amen. If they moved away, if you don't deal with them anymore, forgive them and let it go. Because as long as you keep these charges to your heart, amen. Listen, what what do we say in Psalms 23? Father, we need to forgive those who trespass against us. Amen. Forgive our trespasses as we forgive those trespass against us. So if you want him to forgive us of our trespasses that we have done to him, amen, whatever fashion or form it has come in, we need to forgive. Amen. We need to repent. We need to change the way we think, how we act. Amen. I I tell you, I, I, I see people falling. But all I can do is pray because they don't listen. I can't I can't do nothing about it. I'm I'm I can only talk. I used to tell somebody one time, I said, you know what? I'm not talking to you anymore. I have asthma. I need every drop of air I can get. And it's a sad thing for me to say, but sometimes when you say something to a person over and over and over and over and over and over and over again, and they don't get it, they keep giving you excuses. They keep telling you that's not the way it goes. Fine. Why are you calling me? You called me and asked me to help you. You don't want to listen? Then don't call me no more. I'm serious. I don't need to waste my breath on you when I could be giving it to somebody who really wants to help. Amen? If you want help, you would take it. I never forget this apostle who said she went to this woman of God's house. And she knocked on her door, and she said, please help me. She said, I want to change. She said, only if the Lord is willing. And she said, your heart has to open up as well, too. And I'm telling you, that woman of God changed because she didn't want to be the person she used to be. She was a hard woman. I mean, real hard. I'm not saying me because I was hard, too, but not as hard as this woman very judgmental, amen. She really had to change what was going on in her mind, in her head, about people and herself, amen. And I thank God that she was able to allow allow that woman of God to change her, amen. Hallelujah. However, this pain is accompanied by a feeling of joy, which is a product of going closer to our Father. Repentance is healing process, which bring clarity to a formerly confused soul. Amen. And I love that about repenting. Because when you repent, and you repent enough, there is joy that comes after that. Because you know that God has heard your prayers. Amen. You begin to look up and say, Lord, thank you.
0: Because now I understand. It's...
3: Okay, go ahead. If you forgive someone and they use evil against you, what then? Okay, here's the deal. Forgive them anyway. I'm going to tell you something. The Bible teaches us that for those that try to hurt us, and we when we pray, we pray that whatever they try to give to us, we send it back to them. Amen. Glory be to God. You can send back a word curse. You can send back a voodoo curse. You can send back everything. It's up to you. It's the, it's the strength of you. And then once you're done, when you feel that your heart is clean, forgive them. Come on. They turned Thomas upside down
0: and stoned him. And right
3: before they was able to kill him, he said, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. They don't know that they're pushing you to your destiny. They don't know that what they're trying to do against you will only prove the fact that you are a true child of Adonai. Amen. It proves the fact that because you're still standing and the curse didn't take place, amen, glory be to God, or you sent it back to the gate to hell from which it came, Amen. Glory be to God. It only proves the fact that God is for you and not against you. Amen. We have to know that. If somebody says, I can't forgive them, well, that's on you. But once you put that charge on your heart and you don't get it off, you're stuck with it forever. Come on. You don't want to be stuck with somebody else's charges on you. Because I'm going to tell you something that other person. They're living their life, and they're living their life prosperously in front of you while you're soaking, sullen, while you're down in a pit, in a pit of despair because you hate them, you don't forgive them. Amen. Glory be to God. You don't trust them. Now you don't like them, and you don't care for them because of what they've done to you. You need to forgive them and move on. The Bible teaches us, do good to those that try to hurt you. Amen. Because it's just like you reaping, keeping barrels of coal on their heads. You're burying them in hell because you took the bigger stance.
0: Amen. Amen. Glory be to
3: God i'm telling you, uh repentance is so important. you don't want to not forgive. you do not want to hold that charge to your heart or your soul that block that spot that spot blemish you want to get it off and give it right back to them. This is not mine. hallelujah <laughs> This is not mine. Take it back. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. I'm sending it back to the pits of hell from which it came. It don't belong here with me. Hallelujah. It don't. It don't belong here with me. It belong with you. Amen. Glory be to God. I don't keep those charges on me. My body and my soul is pure for God. Hallelujah. I ain't going to be confused. Amen. I know. Glory be to God. I don't know what's going on with this shirt. I just don't feel comfortable with it today. I usually like this shirt. Okay. Amen. So, glory be to God. So, here we are. And hey, look at this. I buttoned it wrong. Hallelujah. <laughs> so, here we are. LU is the appointed season that the Eternal One, Amen, has given us to prepare for for the new year when we all will be judged. Our calendars will probably mark no note of this. There are no bold letters saying, Do Teshuvah. Hallelujah. So we all need to make our own notes to remind us that Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur are drawing close, and we need to prepare ourselves for those days. So now we are in our last seven days of our high holy days and days of awe. And I, like I said, I'm getting good testimonies. I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited. Amen. Glory be to God. People are really being blessed during this time. And uh, I'm just so happy to hear that people are being blessed, that God is really making ways out of no way. Amen. Glory be to God. I'm sorry, when you learn better, you do better. I don't show my body like that. There we go. Now we're right. So, amen. Y'all know, distinguish between the two consequences of teshuva. One is the easy part. The other is the hard part. It is relatively easy to gain God's forgiveness. Amen. If a person wasted his entire life in pursuit of pleasures and literally with his last breath expressed his regret for his sins and turned towards the Lord, he will be forgiven. What is much more difficult is to repair the damage this person did to his soul. This is the hard work of repentance. So you got to remember, even though year by year those books are open on Tishri 1, and as those books are open, he's holding, he's going back in, uh, through the accounts of what happened throughout the year. Amen. Glory be to God. And then the final, as the final weeks, as each person passed by through Eidolai, as he's looking through the books to determine what your judgment will be for the next year. So at the close of Yom Kippur, which is the 29th to the 30th, when those books are sealed, we can't change his mind anymore. We won't be able to change those judgments. We want to be able to change them. That's why we're repenting. If we don't do so, we we we'll still be damaged. We're still going to be sick. I I mean, this has been a year of blessing for me because a lot of stuff happened to me this year. I didn't know what was going to happen. Amen. And I'm glad it has because it showed me some... Last year, to Teshuvah, to this one, what his judgment was for me. He he wanted to bless me this year. Yeah, there was still some ups and downs in it, but it wasn't as many as I'm accustomed to. So glory be to God, as we take on these challenges, they get less and less. So I'm thanking God for him helping me this year, as well as, as he's going to continue to help me the year to come. Amen. I don't know what my judgment is going to be next year. I just pray that I have repented enough, did my my charitable works like I'm supposed to do, amen, glory be to God, and on top of that, did my fasting and prayer, amen, and I'm teaching Teshuvah to somebody else so that we all can together get the New Year's judgment that is pleasing, amen, to us from God, amen. He wants to bless us. I want you to get blessed by God, amen.
0: Okay, I think,
3: okay, thanks, I forgive them, and I feel happy now to know that I have forgiveness, but was just asking. Okay, amen. Glory be to God. You, I'm telling you, you, you with forgiveness, and I know some of us had tough parents. I know it was hard for me. My father loved me dearly. Um, some of us had hard mothers, but bad, uh, good fathers. Some of us had bad fathers and mothers who tried their best to protect us. And sometimes they just went out their way to just really, you know, to try to destroy us. And yet for those of us who have survived, we have to learn to forgive those parents. Amen. We don't know their backstory. A lot of them don't tell us the truth. They don't tell us what they was like when they were growing up. They don't tell us the truth about what happened to them. Amen. We may never know. The only people who truly know is them, the person that they were dealing with, and God. That's all. So all we can do is just sit back and say, God, forgive them. Amen. For what they've done, because they only pushed me into my destiny. They only pushed me into my place of where I'm supposed to be with you. Right before my mother died, um, years before that, my mother was used to yell at me because I was a, I was preaching and teaching. And she was like, you're a preacher now? What you doing being a preacher? You know being a woman a preacher ain't right. You ain't right to be a woman preacher. I mean, she really made me feel bad about myself, but I kept doing it anyway because I loved the Lord. And right before my mother died, the last few months she was alive, she tried to get me to start a Bible study in her building And she wanted me to teach it. And I looked at her crazy like, are you for real? So, I mean, I made the flyers. I put them up on all the floors, and I told them that we'd have Bible study. And I came out a couple of weeks, and nobody came. And then my mother was going out to the hospital. um, This is right before she passed. And she said, this is my daughter. This is the one who's going to teach us the word of God. Please make sure you come to Bible study. I want her to come back. And that blew my mind. It really did. This from a woman who was cussing me out, calling me all kinds of names, not the nice ones, and telling me that I had no right trying to become a, a man. I needed to be a woman and stay in my place. And now she understood and was trying. Maybe because God gave her a vision. Who knows what that vision was? I will never know. But I finally understood in her heart she got relief, and I did too. Amen. It was her way of saying she was sorry. Amen. I had to forgive her. I had to forgive her for a lot of things she's done to me over the years. But she was my mom. She was the only one I had. And I was glad that I was there for her in the end. I made sure that I didn't let what was going on in my spirit about what she'd done to me keep me from going to take care of her in her last um, living days here on earth, I was able to be there for my mom. I was able to take care of her. I was able to feed her. I was able to make her the food that she liked, because this is what my mom needed from me—not for me to hold a grudge, not for me to be angry, but to show her love. And that—that I—I thank God for that. I—I I really believe that with that my mother was able to enter in because I saw the vision um, because I was not there at the hospital when she passed. It was just my sister and my brother. My auntie took me home. I didn't understand that. But as I was at her repast, and I was asking God, why didn't you let me stay so I could have been there with my mom when she passed? And the vision came to me, and I saw my mother was laying in the hospital bed I saw my sister on her right side. I saw my brother on her left, and each one of them were holding her hand. And then I saw my mother standing up, looking down at herself in the bed, and there was the angel standing next to her. And my my the, my the mother put her hand on her hip. The lady said, Joanne, come on. And my mother put her hand on her hip, and she said, I ain't going nowhere. I'm not dying. I don't die. You know, this classic, like my mother. She just had a hand in his. The and then the angel said, turned around and said to her one more time, she said, Joanne. And my mother looked down and her, my brother and my sister. And then she looked back at the angel and said, okay, and she left. And God just let me know that she entered into heaven. He, he assured me of that. With that vision, I didn't know. I mean, God God knows all things. He knows how to answer questions. Amen. So this is the main reason why we need to forgive. We need to release somebody. Amen. So that they may enter into heaven. If I hadn't released my mom for the charges that she had on my heart, amen, glory be to God, and forgave her, she might have went to a terrible place. But I thank God that I was able to forgive her. Amen.
0: Hallelujah. The first principle of repentance is the fear
3: of God. By fear, ravenu does not mean awe, but the fear is the most primal sense. We need to fear our creator because he can punish us. Amen. Most modern writers speak about relationship with God based on love for a sense of awe. Fear of God's wrath is considered primitive. If it is worth pondering, then the first principle of repentance is the fear of the eternal one's reprimand. Amen? Fear is a very effective tool for correcting behavior. Once the potential changes to his behavior, ideally, he will pursue a deeper relationship with his father and go to a higher level. This is what I was saying a couple of weeks ago when we were talking about something um, terrible is going to happen to this nation, and we don't get it together. And this time, all the pastors, amen, all of us need to have a new plan in place because fear is what's going to drive them into the churches, but we need to teach them the fear of God. That's what's missing. They don't understand the fear of God. They know the fear of this world. Amen. And the fear of this world means nothing because it doesn't apply to God. But when you do the fear of God, it's the beginning of wisdom. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. We've got to get to a higher level. Once we begin to believe that no man on this earth has a heaven or a hell for us, that we need the one that can not only destroy the body, but the one that can destroy the body and the soul, then we have got the true Living fear of God. Hallelujah. And that is the one that we need. We need to get a new consciousness about who we need to fear and why we need to fear him. Amen. After we internalize that we have sinned against our Father, we need to abandon our evil ways. This is the second principle. Somebody needs to change their ways. You need to stop being sarcastic. You need to stop being envious. You need to stop looking into other people's houses and and thinking that glory be to God, that should be mine. No, it's not. What's yours is yours and what's theirs is theirs. You don't know how they got it. Amen, glory be to God. If it was ill-gotten gain, amen, glory be to God, you don't want it. You want want your things gotten the way God wants you to get them. He's going to bless you, and I know he is, because when we moved into this house, All of my furniture was in Missouri. Amen. Glory be to God. I had no furniture here. We moved in this house, and under a month, I would say under three weeks, the house was furnished from front to back. We even had a different living room set. We had a nice blue flowery living room set. I loved it. But then my church called and gave me this white living room set, so I blessed my son with the other living room set. We had two microwaves here. I took it to the daycare, the other one. We didn't need two microwaves, but God blessed us double. And when I went back to Missouri, I ended up giving mostly everything away. I, I, I didn't need it because I already had everything here. The only thing I brought back, major, was my bed because I wanted it, because uh, the bed I had broke. <laughs> but I wanted my bed and I wanted my freezer. I didn't bring back any of my tables. And, yes, they were a lot nicer than the one I have here, but I couldn't bring them. Where was I going to put them? So I gave them away. I ran into people who needed furniture for their homes. And I was so glad to open up that storage room and say, take what you want. I'm not taking none of this stuff with me. So glory be to God. He furnished us. We didn't have to ask for nothing. Amen. I tell you, uh, uh, once again, Psalms 51. Read it from beginning, in the beginning in the morning, to the to the end of your night. You should be reading that every day till something breaks in your spirit, because you want him to create in you a clean heart and to renew in you a right spirit. You want him to wash you with his soul. You want him to make you whiter than snow. You need to read that. David wrote that psalm for God to repent for all of his sins. And we need cleansing. And Psalm 51 is the best scripture you can use to to, to help you with cleansing. Amen. I would be reading it constantly. And if twice a day ain't enough, add a third and a fourth time. Hang it on your mirror. Hang it on your fridge. Hang it wherever you need to go to get that cleansing spirit in you. Amen. After we eternalize that we have sinned against our Father, we need to abandon our oath. That we uh, the, the second principle of teshuva is that we need to stand guard over our thoughts, will and emotions, asking the spirit to keep us vigilant, knowing that sin grieves our heavenly father. Amen. We must continually remind ourselves that sin, our lives bring a reproach and robs our father of the glory, of father of the glory due his name. Believers fulfill our high calling and destiny as overcomers through watchfulness, eradicating sin through repentance, in pursuit of the Father's most excellent goal, that his Son of righteousness be formed in us. Amen. I want everybody to take that to heart because I want you to understand and believe that while you're repenting, your soul is being cleansed. You're being cleansed. You're being forgiven. He's taking those charges off of your heart. You don't need them. Amen. Glory be to God. Once those charges are gone, you can walk light. Amen. You can receive his blessing. You won't receive, amen, um, a a bad judgment. You want good judgment for you. Amen. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Today is Tishui 3. This is Shabbat, September 23, day 33. Amen. Repent that we would repent that we fail to know and love, obey Yahweh Elohim's Ten Commandments. I am the Lord thy God who brought thee out of the land of Egypt, showing the steadfast love to thousands who loved me and kept my commandments. Thousands that He brought out of Egypt, they walked through the wilderness. Amen. The journey took a lot longer because they kept taking other roads. Instead of following God completely, they decided to follow other men, men that did not truly believe in God. They uh, made up calves. They started worshiping idols. Amen. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. They didn't keep the Sabbath. They didn't keep it holy. Amen. Glory be to God. But now there's a time for you to change your life around. If you're tired of going through Hell after hell after hell after hell. You get out of hell, here comes another hell. You get out of hell, there's another hell. You come out of hell, there's another hell. And I know I used to go through these things. I was a miserable person because I did not know. But now that I've learned better, I've done better, and I'm doing better. Amen? Come on now. You learn better, you've done better, and you're doing better. Why? Because now you have the full understanding of what Adonai is, what Yeshua is, what does he mean to us. Amen, glory be to God. (laughs) Our worship scripture tonight is Psalms 19. Amen, glory be to God. And I'm reading this from the Complete Jewish Bible. Ooh. For the leader of Psalms of David. The heavens declare the glory of God, the dome of the sky speaks to the work of his hands. Every day it utters speech, and every night it reveals knowledge. Without speech, without a word, without their voices being heard, their line goes through the earth all through all the earth, and their words to the end of the world. In them he places a tent of the sun, which comes out like the bridegroom for the bridal chamber. With delight like an athlete who runs his race, it raises one side of the sky. Circle around to the other side and nothing escapes his heat. The Torah of Adonai is perfect. Restoring the inner person, the instructions of Adonai is sure. Make wise the thoughtfulness. The precepts of Adonai are right. Rejoice in the heart. The mitzvah of Adonai is pure enlightening the eye the fear of Adonai is clean and enduring forever the ruling of Adonai are true the righteousness are all together the more desirable
0: the more desirable
3: than gold than much fine gold also sweeter than honey or dripping from the honeycomb through them your servant is warned. And obeying them, there is a great reward. Who can discern an unintentional sin? Cleanse us from the hidden faults. Also, keep your servants from, from presumptuous sins so that they won't control me. Then I will be blameless and free of great offense. May the words of my mouth and the thoughts of my heart be acceptable in your presence. I deny my rock and my redeemer. I mean, Amen. Glory be to God. Hallelujah.
0: We. I want us to have a full understanding as this time winds up and close.
3: On um, Friday, I would like everybody to have their apples ready. I want those sliced and nice. Get you a little saucer to put your your, uh, masa crackers in. Amen. Glory be to God. And your honey, it doesn't matter what type or what kind. Amen. Uh, I do expect the grape juice, and uh, we're going to also use the masa crackers for our communion. Amen. We're going to commune with God at the end of this because he said as often as we do this, we do this and remembrance of him, and we're, we're doing this so we can remember that he died for us, and we have to appreciate that, because there is no other man who would lay down their life for any of us, so please, on on, on Friday, amen, that would be the closing, amen, if we officially close on Saturday. And that's when we're having our communion. On Friday, we're having our apples and honey and matzah. And then Saturday, at the close of the book, we are going to have our grape juice and matzah so that we can have communion with God at the close of young people. Amen.
0: Glory be to God. Amen. So um,
3: tonight's name we're doing is Yahweh Ori. Amen. I'm showing that to you tonight. Yahweh Ori. Amen. He says, I am your light. Amen. Glory be to God. I want you to see that up front. I am your light. Hallelujah. Yahweh Ori, I am your light. Yahweh Ori, the Lord is my light and salvation. Whom shall I fear? Psalms 27 and 1. Yahweh Ori, the brightness of your light illuminates the darkest night. Darkness free from you, just as the physical darkness flees with the advent of light each morning. How I praise you that the darkness flees and I'm not feared with you as my light. Amen. Glory be to God. I love Psalm 27 because it's also actually a song to this. says, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Who shall I fear? Who shall I fear? The Lord is my life and who shall I be afraid? Who shall I fear? Who shall I fear? Shall I fear? Read Psalms 27 all the way through. This is what I'm talking about, fear. Whom shall I fear? When the wicked and the enemies and my foes, they come to eat of my flesh, what happens? They stumble and they fall. Why? Because the Lord is my light and my salvation. I don't have nothing to fear. Amen? I don't got nothing to fear. You can't hurt me. You can't destroy me. You can't terrorize me because I don't believe in you. Amen? What you do, you take it back to the pits of hell for which it came, amen take it back to the gates of hell from which it came i send you back to utter darkness to the pits of hell you are not to return make sure you stipulate that you are not to return to disturb, to disturb anyone not me not my family members not my next generation you are cursed and cast down in the name of yeshua jesus amen got to learn to speak with authority Glory be to God. Hallelujah.
0: Hallelujah.
3: Confession, repentance, amen. And it starts with Joshua 1, 8, and 9. I'm reading for the Complete Jewish Bible. It says, yes, keep this book of the Torah on your lips and meditate on it day and night so that you will take care of the act according to everything written in it. Then your undertakings will prosper, and you will succeed. Haven't I ordered you to be strong and be bold? So don't be afraid or downhearted, because Adonai, your God, is with you wherever you go. Amen. He is with you. He said, if I make my bed in heaven, lo, I will be there. If I make my bed in hell, lo, I will be there. Amen. Wherever you are, I am. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Leviticus 23, 31 to 32. Amen. Glory be to God. You are to keep my mitzvot and obey them. I am Adonai, and you are not to profane my holy name. On the contrary, I am to be regarded as holy among the people of Israel. I am Adonai who makes you holy. Amen. Glory be to God. Numbers fifteen, thirty-nine through forty says, It is to be a for you to look at the thereby remembrance of Adonai's mitzvous and obey them, and that you won't go around wherever your own heart and eyes lead you to prostitute yourselves. But it will help you remember and obey my mitfut and be holy. what did he say? Be ye holy because I am holy, amen, for your God. Deuteronomy 5 and 10, does displacing grace to the thousandth generation of those who love me and obey my mitzvah, amen. Deuteronomy 5 and 29, therefore you are to be careful as to do as Adonai your God has ordered you, and you are not to deviate either to the right or the left, amen. 1 John 2 and 3, the way we can be sure we know him is we are obeying his command. Amen. 1 John 3 and 22, then whatever we ask for, we receive from him because we are obeying his command and doing these things that please him. 1 Corinthians 7 and 19, being circumcised means nothing and being uncircumcised means nothing. What does it mean, something, is to keep, keeping God's commandment? So we don't put an emphasis on being circumcised. Amen. Glory be to God. We thank you, Lord. Hallelujah.
0: Um. Before I get into, oh, today's letter is pay i gonna hold that up, pay. Glory be to God. There it is. Pay. The 17th letter has a numerical value of 80. Pay. And it's symbolic of speech and silence. Amen. That is pay. Amen.
3: Our Father, Yahweh Elohim. O merciful, merciful and righteous judge, I humbly enter your courts in the name of Yeshua Jesus and by his blood to confess, repent, and ask your forgiveness for my family and myself for failing to love and honor you by keeping your Ten Commandments. You know there were Ten Commandments. I am Yahweh, uh, Elohim, Almighty. Have no other gods before me. Do not misuse the God's name, Lord's name in vain. Keep the Sabbath day and keep it holy. Honor your mother and your father. Do not murder. Do not commit adultery. Do not steal. Do not lie. Do not covenant. Amen. None, all these, once you've broken one, you've broken them all. Amen. Glory be to God. We set your holy standards before us. Please forgive us and keep our our hearts to follow your Torah teachings. So amen, always remember, go back to those commandments. Amen. Go, just start from the beginning. Amen. Go through um, Genesis, go through Exodus, go through Numbers, go through Deuteronomy. Go to my page, find those 613 laws. Amen, glory be to God. And then go back and find those 1,050 ones that came out the New Testament. Amen, glory be to God. Familiar yourselves with them it it's right it's for righteous living amen glory be to god hallelujah praise and thanksgiving on behalf of my family myself i praise your great name yahweh ori for you are our light and our salvation glory be to god and i thank you for this right now the so father in the name of jesus i praise your holy name for having this opportunity once again now, to bring an even deeper understanding to the Ten Commandments, God, even as we learn them, Father, as, as being a part of your Torah and not just the teaching to show children, amen, glory be to God, that Moses had Ten Commandments, but Father, that we really needed to apply these commandments to our lives. Father, how can we change? How can we say that we want some part of you and we can't even obey your simple laws? My God, Maybe now we'll take them to heart. We'll draw them closer to us. And, Father, and now we shall believe. We shall not do these things any longer. Father, as we turn the corner into a new day, God, that, Father, we will examine ourselves before we lie, before we cheat, before we steal. Amen. Before we covenant. Amen. Before we decide to commit adultery. Before we decide to murder. And, and, and glory be to God, you don't just murder with a knife or a gun. You can murder somebody with your mouth. Glory be to God. And some people don't even realize that. You literally kill somebody with the words that come out your mouth because the words out your mouth can be damaging to a person. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And we thank you for it right now in Yeshua Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. We turn our hearts to Israel right now. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Local Israel in leadership. Our Father, we thank you at Mount Sinai, the first Shavuot. Amen. Pentecost. You gave the Ten Commandments to Moses to give to the Israelites. May you call the Jewish people to return to you and keep your Ten Commandments. Amen. Confession, repentance, and intercession. With the Ecclesia, confess and repent that we have closed our eyes and plugged our ears to the Jewish teachings on the importance of the Torah and your Ten Commandments. Please have mercy and forgive us. Praise and thanksgiving. Our Father, we thank and praise you when we unplug our ears. You open our eyes to see your Ten Commandments for us today, revealing your righteousness, thoughts, and showing us that you are Yahweh Ori, our life. Amen. Glory be to God. So, Father, I pray for Israel once again. And, Father, we've been praying for Israel all these nights, God. And, Father, even praying for them, even when Teshuvah is not even around, praying for them is not for now, it's for always. So, Father, I thank you for the Jewish people. Amen. For those that are keeping your covenant, keeping your word, keeping your Torah, uh, keeping your teachings, your instruction, God. For those that are keeping your first fruits and festivals, God. Father, those that are keeping your, your true traditions of what to celebrate, God. Celebrating your Passover feast. Father, celebrating a true communion with you, God. So, Father, right now we thank you for the Jewish people. And, Father, for those, amen, glory be to God, who's in leadership that still have not fallen into place, God. Father, speak to their hearts. Amen. Speak to someone's heart, God, that they may change from their ways and turn them to you. That, Father, that they may receive your son, Yeshua, Jesus. Glory be to God. That, Father, that there's no other that no one should follow. Paul said, follow me as I follow Yeshua. So, Father, right now, in the name of Yeshua, Jesus Christ, touch them, change them, turn them back to you and your son, Yeshua's name. Amen and amen. We turn in our hearts to the Ecclesia Church, local assemblies, and leadership. Our Father, help us to see the everlasting importance of your Ten Commandments. Confession, repentance, and intercession. Amen. Our Father, we confess and report for not knowing or obeying the Ten Commandments. You recorded in your Torah teachings and regarded them as obsolete. Forgive our ignorance. And self-righteousness and pride, amen? You know, that's one damaging thing as well, too, is self-righteousness and pride. Pride,
0: Mm. pride goes before the fall. Don't let your pride lose
3: you in a battle that you never should have been fighting in the first place. Don't let your pride stop you from obtaining what is truly yours. The enemy loves to use our pride against us. It makes us ashamed. It makes us embarrassed. It makes us embarrassed to truly ask for real help. Amen. For prayer. Glory be to God. Or even glory be to God. It it stops us from really trusting God and leaning on him. Our pride keeps us from talking to God. We'd rather talk to people than to talk to him. And the things that we say to God is is irrelevant compared to what we say to people. Amen. We expect people to do God's work, and we need to stop that. Amen. We need to turn into the, the true spirit of the Lord and give it to him. I mean really give it to him. He has the power, the ability, my Lord, and you know he has the connection to get whatever we need. If we trust him and believe on him, there is no way that he will deny us anything. He said that in Psalms eighty-four, I withhold no good thing from those who walk uprightly before me. Blessed is the man that trusteth in you. Amen. You've got to trust God. You've got to believe that he has your best interest at heart. That's right. Come on. Come on. <laughs> come on, Superintendent Green. His line is not busy. Amen. He can take multiple calls at one time. Amen. Hallelujah. One of my favorite movies is um, uh, um, Jim Carrey did it, and him and God. I can't even think of the name of the movie, but I love this so much. And Jim Curry became God. <laughs> and when he did that, in and, and one night he had to answer all of those prayers, and he thought he could just do it just by, but then they all came back. And he was like, but I thought I answered their prayers, but there's more prayers than that. You can't just answer one prayer and not answer them all. There's always going to be more. Amen. You are not going to stop what's happening in this world. Each and every day, amen, something new happens, something old happens, amen. People are still being, there's human trafficking still going on. Raping is still going on. Child kidnapping is still going on. Prostituting is still going on, amen. Homosexuality is still going on, amen. Glory be to God, this world still the dr- drug addicts, glory be to God. People are constantly praying for the drug addicts, sons, daughters, husbands, and wives. Glory be to God. Aunts, uncles, amen. Cousins who got entrapped in drugs. Glory be to God. And yet, it's not that God is not answering the prayer, but that person really do need to have a will to want to change. So it's not like he's turned a deaf ear, but it has two parts to it. The receiver and the giver so the receiver has to understand why the giver is praying for them to change amen and if they're not ready when they're ready amen glory be to god they will change amen it's not in our time amen it's god's timing amen glory be to god hallelujah our father we we confess and repent for knowing or obeying the Ten Commandments you recorded in your Torah teachings and regarded them as obsolete. To give our ignorance, self-righteousness, and pride. I already said that. Praise and thanksgiving, our Father. We thank you for your steadfast love to a thousand generations of those who loved you and kept your commandments. So for those of you who are keeping his commandments to the best of your ability, I'm not saying that everybody does everything in perfection, but you have done it to the best of your ability. Even if you have, um, thank you, even if you have not kept them, don't you stay down. The Bible teaches us a righteous man fallen seven times. If you stay down there, you'll never get up. You've got to get up. Dust yourself off. Repent. Ask God for forgiveness. Forgive yourself. I'm telling you, all of these things need to come into play so that you can walk away with a clean heart and a renewed spirit. Amen. Our Father, we thank you for your steadfast love to a thousand generations of those who loved you and kept your commandments. Amen. Glory be to God. So, Father, I pray. Father, I pray for our local church, the local ecclesia here in America, God, that, Father, that we need to speak, amen, glory be to God, to touch and agree to allow them to understand that we are now at a higher consciousness, God. That, Father, it is not sitting at the table and eating rice and fried chicken and corn any longer. Father, we're asking that they change the tables on us, that they change the delicacy on us. That, Father, that even as you gave your people president to eat, God, hallelujah, you gave them manna as their bread. Hallelujah, Father, they have water to drink. So, Father, we thank you for this right now, for what you do for these are your people, that, Father, that they will continue to understand and believe and trust in you, that they will receive your Torah teachings, God. Hallelujah, right now. And not only that, that they be the followers of these teachings. Father, we cannot just be hearers of the word, but we must be doers also. My God, we thank you for it right now. Prophet Dion Parker is in the house, y'all. Amen. Glory be to God. We're turning our hearts to our nation. Amen. Glory be to God. I thank you for that right now. We're praying for our leadership. We're praying for Wilbur Ross, the Secretary of Commerce, that Yahweh Ori will guide his international trade decision. Amen. Uh, Amen. Glory be to God. I'm going to want you to pray at the close, please. Um, we've been, we're praying for the nation now. Closing is coming up shortly. Amen. Glory be to God. <laughs> Hallelujah. I don't complain. Amen. Glory be to God. And I'm, I'm so glad to be here tonight. Amen. Uh, God has truly blessed me. I got my shots this week. And um, I was in pain, but now I'm feeling so much better. I I love this. I'm feeling too much better. (laughs) Amen. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Um, Confession and repentance and intercession. We confess and repent of trade agreements that have benefited us without regard to fair labor practices for the products that we idolize. We earnestly pray for your wisdom and light, Yahweh Ori, to correct us. Amen. And thank you, Yahweh Ori, for all leaders who are open to receive the light from your commandments and their service to our nation. Glory be to God. So, Father, we thank you for Yahweh Ori. We thank him for the light. Father, you are truly the light of the world. You are a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. Father, light up the pathways, God, as we learn to follow your light. Father, no more walking into dead corners. Father, we're no more walking into empty rooms that has no light in it, that has no no exit. Father, we need to turn around and go back out and find the correct the correct place for us to go, God. Father, that is filled with your light, that has many doors. Hallelujah, chances and choices. Amen, glory be to God. You are the way, and we believe on you. Hallelujah. Father, for the, the Secretary Wilbur Ross, Father, I know that he will accept your guidance, Father, right now on his international trade decisions. And, Father, for those, hallelujah, that has benefited for, for unfair labor practices because they, they have children that are working on a lot of our materials that we have today, on a lot of the phones, on a lot of the clothes. Amen. Glory be to God. Even the cars. God, right now in Yeshua, Jesus, They send these jobs overseas so that they can charge less money, and they rob from us and give to them. God, right now, we want to thank you for those that are fighting against it. That is equality all across the board. Amen. Home first. Amen. We want to thank you, God, for how you're getting ready to correct that, not just in us but for them, the secretary trade over there in the White House. Hallelujah. We thank you for all things in your son, Yeshua, Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Glory be to God, we're coming to the closing. I'm surprised there were no questions tonight. I was looking for the questions. They kind of make the night exciting for me. Amen. Glory be to God. But I guess I'm being very straightforward, so it's it's a lot of understanding. And thank you, Garth, because he, he asked a couple. Amen. Hallelujah. Um, I want to thank everyone who came tonight. Uh, we're getting ready to close. Hallelujah. Worship, praise, and thanksgiving. Um, Prophet, Prophet Dion. Yeah, it's
0: so quiet.
3: Yes, it is. <laughs> I'm used to you guys being noisy and talkative, and tonight y'all are all being quiet. Amen.
1: I tell you, I wasn't here. I want to
3: be. Amen. Amen. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Um, Superintendent Green, I want you to start praying first. Hallelujah. Our Father, we thank you. At Mount Sinai, you spoke to Pepe, mouth to mouth, and Moses giving him your Torah, your Ten Commandments. The psalmist wrote, and the commandments are pure, enlightening our eyes. Let sure your light, Ori, shine forth in our lives, advancing your kingdom on earth. I want Superintendent Green to tell me what have you learned so far before we close. I know you have. I wanted to know what you have learned so far.
1: Oh no. Lord. <laughs> <laughs> I learned a lot. Wow, I a whole lot between Teshuvah and it's combining in with the Sunday school. <laughs> <laughs> I've learned a lot. I have, and um, I also learned I'm there's a lot I have to work on myself. Amen. And try to explain to others. Like tonight, I tried to explain to Daddy about Chisuva, and all he did was like had this big smile on his face. <laughs> and he's he like, was what? happy about it. Okay. What? I said, "Yes, I said I'm I'm late for class now. I'm going to class. When I drop you off, I'm going to class." He says, Okay. Have fun.
3: Learn some more. <laughs> please, he, yeah, please. he he always uh, wanted all of his children to understand that. And and you're you're the child that's pulling this out and you're getting this. And he likes uh, that you are receiving it. Ain't there something? Yeah,
1: yeah. It's like it's like my mind. My mind has been open more to what he's explained to me when I was little, mm. and it's I'm like, wow, well, that's why I kept saying in the car, I've heard that before, but I wasn't sure what it was, other than watching, you know, the the little cartoon about the horns and stuff. But now it's it's like coming back a little bit at a time. It's coming back, and I'm. Relearning it all
3: over. Amen. All Amen. Over, Amen. Oh, I'm, I'm so yeah. glad that you was able to talk about that because you know, learning this is not easy. Amen. And and thankfully you already had a foundation. Your father had already given you one. So all I did was just confirm what he has already taught you. Yes, yes. Oh yeah. And now you're teaching Sunday school, and it's only confirming what I've been teaching you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes. And so, um, to, tonight, it, it is coinciding with the lesson for Sunday about um, a, a spirit-filled heart. Amen. So, and I'm like, oh, my goodness, that's all, like, incredible. All together, but it's just saying it differently. But Amen. it's saying the same thing.
3: because well, 'cause 'cause we're the way your lesson is coming is coming from the King James Version and we all understand that King James he was not saved. He didn't know anything about God, but all he was all he was was a translator. He translated the scrolls into the bible that's what he
0: does
3: mm-hmm. so that's what james did so that's why we have to be careful about like the mormons created their own bible but they used the basis from the scroll to create their bible same thing with the um Glory be to god with the muslims they created their quran from the basis of the bible jehovah witnesses as well too and actually you know Muhammad, Muhammad um Muslims now are reading the Quran but they're reading it with their Bible. They are been instructed to do both. Yes. Yes. So cuz before it was just they had to just study the Quran but now they have to read the Quran with their Bible.
0: Mhm.
3: So isn't that something? So now they can't just Read the read the uh word read their word of God and not get the confirming word from the actual Bible. Yeah. Uh the same thing. It's the same way with the um Yahweh people, Amen, five percenters, glory be to God. They're all digging back into the original word of God, the Bible. Amen.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: So as you're teaching, you're, you're everything is sounding the same. But it's just that they translated it so that you can understand it that way. When that, of course that was the king's language back then was these thousand those. But now as you're reading it in the complete Jewish Bible, and actually it's been translated too, because I can't read <laughs> I can't read the Jewish language. Amen. I can't read the Hebrew language. But they but they translated it so that we can understand it. He the Hebrew language is read from um um right to left and yeah we read no we read from left to right and they read from right to left. Right to left, yes. Mm-hmm. So that's the difference. So mm-hmm. glory be to God. So I you got more?
1: No ma'am. No ma'am.
3: Okay. Amen. I just really wanted her to touch on that because um you have to understand that people are, are like, saying, wow, this was a powerful teaching. Where's this been? So can you imagine what next year is going to be like? Uh, I left <laughs> the number up there, the address, so you can go sign up for your book for next year. Don't miss out. Go to that contact page. Give them your address, your phone number. Give them your name so that you can get a book next year before Teshuvah begins. Amen. I'm so glad. We only got one week left. Once again, I'm going to reiterate, we are communing next Saturday. It will be our final day on the Sabbath, on the Shabbat. Glory be to God. It'll be our final night together. The book closed. at the end of Yom Kippur. Amen. Glory be to God. Friday night, apples, honey, and matzah crackers. Saturday night is communion night. We are having grape juice and matzah crackers. Glory be to God. We have to have that unleavened bread. Amen to follow. I'm getting ready to turn this over to Prophet Dion Parker so she can close us out in prayer. I want to thank everyone once again. My name is Apostle Orlena McQueen. We are in Tissue 3. Today is the Shabbat and it's september twenty three day thirty three and we are repenting that we fail to know love and obey yahweh Elohim's commandment amen glory be to god you can contact me right here on facebook in the vine or you can write i n t h e v i n e dot c o at gmail dot com amen you can go over to our website i t uh, vmctrainingplace.com. Amen. Go over there and sign up for those classes. Amen. As the next class gets ready to approach, I'm going to be letting everybody know where we're going to meet at. Amen. And where to download the information for the class. Amen. Uh, Prophet Parker, are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Go ahead. Father God, we thank you for tonight. We thank you for this teaching that has been taught on tonight. God, I thank you for it because you have let, allowed the teaching to be set into the atmosphere. Father God, uh, bless those that came on the line to hear your word. In Jesus' name, Father God, I ask that you uh, cover each and every one of us as we do whatever else we have to do um, later on in this evening In Jesus' name, pray, amen. Amen, amen, glory be to God. So I thank you, I bless you, and I love you. Everything done in his name, Yeshua's name, you get some rest. See you tomorrow
0: night and be blessed. Love you. Praise the Lord. Hey, did you record? Hold on. I got to close the recorder.